unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Da-na-na, da-na-na. Please welcome Christopher Roush. Whose voice do you think is on that voiceover or that promo tape? Hmm. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? It is Christopher Roush, your No Excuses Coach, here with another episode of The Raw and Unscripted Show with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the guy that helps you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to say we already have a beautiful soul here on the Raw and Unscripted Show. Tara. What's up, Tara? Good to see you. Beautiful. Good to see you. Beautiful. Beautiful things are happening in the world, ladies and gentlemen, irregardless of what it is you see on the TV. Beautiful things are happening. Beautiful people are happening in the world today. And I'm excited to share this with you guys because we are here on the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, having Raw and Unscripted conversations designed specifically for you to move your mindset, to move your perspectives, to shift your expectations, to make life work for you and not against you. Not against you. And ladies and gentlemen, I just want to start the show off tonight by sending love and healing prayers to our friends, Ken Walls, and also my buddy, Tony Rodriguez. I just found out today, Tony Rodriguez also has uh, COVID. So we're sending love and light to both of those gentlemen, um, their fellow broadcaster friends of mine, their fellow friends of mine and brothers. So yes, this is a real situation that people are dealing with. So I'm sending love and light to them. I'm sending love and light to my coach, Sally Anderson, who recently lost her husband. I'm sending love and light to my webmaster and my dear friend, Ben Hayden, who recently suffered a widowmaker heart attack. I am sending love and light to my friends who just recently di got diagnosed with cancer. I'm sending love and light to each and every one of you guys tonight, period. End of story. If there's nothing else I say tonight, I'm sending you love and light because the opportunity that we are going through right now, and I, I call it an opportunity, the opportunity that we are going through right now in the world, right? No matter where you're at, we have, we have, uh, we have environmental devastation, depending on where you're at, Louisiana, fires, Greece. I mean, there's, there's so much stuff going on in the world right now that my sole intention with this broadcast is to bring you love and light, to bring you the opportunity to see things just a little bit differently so that we can face the situations that we need to face with courage, with confidence, with humility, with an opportunity just to embrace each and every one of these moments that we get to experience with love and excitement. And I invite each and every one of us to embrace a childlike attitude with life. What would a four-year-old version of yourself say right now? So what? I'm going to continue doing what I do, right? Think about that. So my intention tonight with this broadcast is to be able to have a conversation with my guest tonight in so much in a way that you guys walk away feeling different, acting different, seeing things differently for the greater good of what it is that you want to accomplish in this world. Because each and every moment that we get to experience in this world is up to us how we choose to filter that experience. We can filter that experience on with love, or we can experience that, that same emotion with fear. So when you think about that, I talk about all the time, that book right there, man's search for meaning, Victor Frankel. There's a reason why I keep it there. There's a reason why it's not think and grow rich, which is right behind me at the bottom. That one, 
No one can make you. No one can make you feel a certain way that you do not allow. Period. End of story. He talks about it. He's in an Auschwitz concentration camp. He says, you could do anything to me, but you cannot take, you cannot tell me how to think and how to feel. And he chose to reshape his thoughts and his perspectives and his expectations of what was possible and created a different future for himself. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. So we got Terry in the house. We got Randy Jaffe in the house. He says, greetings, brother. Thank you so much for being here. We got Lonnie Holly. What's up, Lonnie? So thankful for your being here. She says, social media influencers group. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 360 degrees of success. I love it. And Tara says, amen. Amen. So um, what I have in store for you guys tonight is a, is an excellent conversation. I met this gentleman on Clubhouse. You guys have heard me talk about Clubhouse and fuck you if you don't like it, but go on there anyway. It's free to get in now. No big deal. Um, I met this gentleman on Clubhouse and not seeing him, but only hearing him, not seeing him, but only hearing him. I could hear the emotion. I could hear the heart. I could hear the authenticity. I could hear the vulnerability. I could hear the true passion of what message he was sending in each and every day of the conversations that I got to experience him talking. His heart is full. His experience is vulnerable. And tonight, our intention tonight is just to really have a candid conversation about what's going on in the world and how each of us can better support our own self-love, our own self-care, and our own opportunities to grow and thrive. Yes, I said thrive thrive from challenging experiences. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine having the perspective of saying, I have a challenge coming up and I choose to grow and thrive from that versus becoming a victim to it. And we're going to talk about that and more tonight. So without any further ado, with my extreme pleasure, Lance Brooks on the raw and unscripted show. What's up, brother? How you doing, Lance? What's up, my man? How you doing? Great, great. I'm doing good here. I'm over here on the East I'm Coast, so it's, I, it's a little darker. If I was doing it better, I'd be twins. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine two of me? <laughs> wow. It would be the double raw and unscripted. <laughs> It'd just be raw. <laughs> it would just oh, be man. Wrong. So, it, it would, actually, you could, you could change that. It would be wrong. Because if I just did it by myself, it would just be crazy. <laughs> no, brother. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I appreciate you. I love everything you talk about. So in thinking about what the world is going through right now, let's just be honest. Right now it's August 31st, 2021. And let's just be straight. Let's set the stage for people who might be watching this 20 years from now. We have already been through 18 months of hell with so many different situations that have gone on. The pandemic, the political election, the murder of George Floyd. And, and the list goes on and on and on and on of what we've been through in the last 18 months. And we thought for a brief moment that we were coming out of that. Like, oh, we're restrictions are being released and we got the we got the vaccination and everything else is going on. But now we're kind of mm -hmm. seeing things turn. Mr. Lance, and I know you've had lots of conversations with people. Right. What is your perspective right now in the people you're dealing with who are struggling with what's going on in the world today? Well, number one is, first of all, I look at it totally different. 2020 for me and my clients. It was it was clear vision. Now a lot of people end up divorced. They end up leaving jobs. They end up this and that. But a lot of people got a clear vision on number one what they really want in life because shit got real. And then number two is can I be with this person really in my life? 
because it's times are not tested when it's all good it's tested when it's all damn bad you know so you find out who your who your spouse or who your significant other really is lock them in the house for a couple of months call shit down and let them fight over toilet paper you know you find out you find out who that person really is right so you got 2020 clear vision it, it was 2020 all the shit in life got pushed off the table and now you had to deal with it do you really want to stay at this job do you really want to stay with this person do you really want to do this do you really want to the tough question that we use netflix block it we use all this other stuff to block it you know we we watch football we watch all this stuff to block it but now all of this is off the table we didn't know we, we was jumping up and down just to see the nfl play you know <laughs> you know because to an empty place so used to those distractions all of those distractions was lifted and now you got to deal with the stuff that you've been putting on pause do you have a relationship with your children you got four months three to four months shut down you know you can build it or you can really find out that you don't have it so a lot of stuff is just brought to the forefront you know and then most of the world got scared of that because we so we like our distractions we like stuff <laughs> to, you know to block it so that's what i put things on the table like you know for example i had one client he have a, he had he didn't have a relationship with his daughter i said you have one hell of an opportunity you got a shutdown so both she's not at college she's right there with you what are you gonna do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so then now when she went off to college she was telling her dad that me and my dad had the best relationship because he used that time instead of standing in front of the news and saying how bad it is he built a relationship with his daughter and he didn't do throughout her time in grade school from you know from kindergarten through high school because he's so busy making money that he realized who is this young lady that's growing up going to college he found out mm -hmm. who she was she found out who her dad was during the shutdown so it was a marvelous time to the point that she said she called him from college and said dad i miss you i miss the time that we had fun doing this we had fun doing that they had cook-off contests and stuff like that with each other and mom being the taste tester, the blind taste tester you know stuff like that it's all how you pivot the mind and he thanked me like man thank you you know he wanted his relationship back mm. when everybody else was glued to the news it's how you use it yeah the focus so what was the biggest focus shift for you because I know for me, I went from literally November, 2019, I exit my corporate job that I've been in for 26 years. So I got right. November, 2019, I've got a bunch of shifting time right there from my identity, going from a corporate position to like deciding whether I'm going to go back to corporate and play it safe, or I'm going to go back and I'm just going to coach and speak and just do my thing full time mm -hmm. through that process, through that journey. I had a lot of awakening moments as to who I thought I was and mm -hmm. a lot of realizations and a lot of processing that I had to do. Talk to us about right. what this what this time has meant for you, for Lance Brooks. What what evolutions, right. what changes in mindset have you personally gone through and grown through? Well, um, in 2020, when all that ha happened, I mean, I had it in my personal life. Things went crazy, but it went good at the same time because I got clear vision on who I wanted to be with and what I wanted to do. It's an old expression. I'm sure you have heard uh, this before, but it says adversity introduces a man or a woman to themselves, right? Mm. You find out who you really are when you're down in the valley, climbing the mountain, because you get through certain spots in the mountain that you got to go through this, you got to go through that. And it tells you who you really are. And most people go back to a comfort zone 
and we know that a comfort zone is your danger zone. You never grow in comfort. You never grow in comfort. So when mm. you was at that corporate job, you know, for example, when you was there, you realize that this, this, this is not me. This is not me. I hear it in your voice that you're happy. You're being your authentic self instead of playing the program that the Matrix was giving us, right? <laughs> you know, you, you was giving that. So me, I was doing the same thing. And then I said to myself when I was looking around, watching everybody fight over toilet paper and all this stuff, and I looked around and I was like, what version of myself do I want it to be when all of this lift, what version of myself do I want to be? And I start journaling. Ooh, say that again one more one. time. Say that again slowly because I want people to hear I this. Said, I said, I love what, version, say that. what version of myself I wanted to be when I, when everything was going crazy in 2020 and, and the news ratings was through the roof because everybody was watching it. You know, and um, I said, what version of myself I wanted to be? Because I know going through this, if I'm gonna to have to go through it, and all of us went through it, I want something out of it. So I'm not just spending my time going through it, I'm investing. And then when you invest, you expect a return, right? So I was looking for a return on it, a return on that investment. So that's what I had did. You know, I was looking at what version I wanted to be and I started writing it down, write down what version you wanna be when you're in the middle of hell. When you're in the middle of it, that's when you make your declaration. That's when you make the statement of your life. Cause that would be your rod and staff that comfort you when you're going through it. Cause now you got made a promise to yourself in the universe. Hold yourself accountable to it. Ooh, you just said a magic word, brother. You just said the word promise. You just said the word promise. We're going to go back to that in a second. Look at all these amazing people we have going on. We have Lonnie Hollyett's in the house. She says, what's up? We got Tara says, <laughs> why not? Tara, we love you. Thank you for being here. Margaret's in the house. Yeah, fellow misfit for life. She says, massive action towards your goal. Absolutely. Tara says, promise. Yes. It's amazing what happens because, you know, think about this, Lance. If mm -hmm. I, if I, if I mean, I do, I love you. If I said, Lance, I mm -hmm. promise I will be there on Monday at nine o'clock to, to, to have an interview and to, to promote your business, I would mm -hmm. be there for you because I would make that promise. But what's interesting is that we never make, well, I shouldn't say never. We have challenges making promises to ourselves, but yet right. we say we love everybody else so much more. Like I've talked to so many, I have hundreds of people in the last 18 months and I'm like, mm -hmm. who do you love the most? I asked them one of two questions. Do you love yourself? Yes or no. Or do I say, who do you love the most? When I say, do you love yourself? Yes or yes or no. I usually get about 70% people struggling with that answer, which is surprising. Okay. But when I say, who do you love the most? 99% of the people say somebody else. Yeah. And I'm like, if you want to make a promise to somebody that you love them so much that you will give them anything that everything that you have, but you're only operating 60% mm -hmm. bucket yourself. How do you expect to be able to really fill into those people? Talk to us about that mindset, man, because I know that you're a giver and I know we're all givers, mm -hmm. but talk to us about the component of making sure that we fill our own buckets back up. Yeah. See, what we forget about is that only love you're going to uh, attract is the love that you give to yourself. You should never let no one love you more than you love yourself. I'm including your spouse and your kids. Why? It's because if you fill your tank up with love, you can spread it out. You know, the love, the universe is going to give you back what you give yourself first. You know, like I, I challenged a client of mine, I challenged them. I said, don't sign up for, you know, if you want to, you can do it. I said, but let me try this, try something different. 
why don't you don't sign up for a dating website? Don't do this and that. I said, and just be lovely towards yourself because the lovely attract lovely. Likeness attract likeness, cause and effect. That's, that's the law of attraction, right? So what he did, he just started just talking to himself, self-talk, talking to himself in a better sense. To, instead of saying, I got this beer gut, I got this, I got that. He started changing the language in his head and start complimenting himself. And then he met someone. <laughs> he met someone that complimented him a whole time. So the lovely attract loveliness. If you want to be in a married relationship, if you want to be in a loving relationship, act like it. You can feel a ring on your finger. Stop sleeping in the bed like a starfish you know, every night, you know, and then talk to that person on the other side. You know, use that faculty of the mind. That's one of the disciplines. That's actually one of the disciples, his name Bartholomew. His discipline is the imagination faculty, the mindset of using imagination. All these disciples, by the way, is inside of you. They're not outside of you. They're really disciplines, but they call them disciples, you know, but they're really inside of you. Bartholomew is using the imaginary mind to be able to push you. That's the only thing that can leapfrog you from the past to the future, all while you're sitting in the present, is using that imaginary mind, right? And that's the story of Peter Pan, by the way, you know, but anyway, it's just giving yourself that lovely, give yourself that lovely thought, give yourself those lovely thoughts and watch it. Once you start doing that and start doing it feelingly, it's like making a mold, a universal mold that the universe poured into. But you get to choose what mold it is. You can have a fucked up mold or you can have a really good, lovely mold for yourself. And the universe is going to pour into it. And eventually, it's going to show up in the physical form. It's like we're in a wand. And all of us have that ability, you know. But we don't, we're not told that, but we told that. When it says God mm -hmm. gave you love, power, and a sound mind, well, how I use it? The power is the power to create. That's our birthright. We have the power to create. Love is that we have that strongest power ever. And that's love. That's the strongest power ever. So you don't have to get love and you can't make love because you are love. Period. It's already in you. Don't believe me? Look at a newborn baby. Look at a little baby. Look at your child. They just sit in there sleeping and slobbing out of their mouth. But you feel that love. Mm -hmm. You feel it. It's, that it's already your birthright. It's not something you got to get. It's something that you have to be. And then mm -hmm. you do it. We forgot that we're human beings. We get to be whatever we decide to be. And that's the difference between the wealthy man and the homeless man. What's the difference? It's the arrangements of their thoughts. That's it. That's it. The arrangements of their thoughts. Because their thoughts will birth a, a belief. And a belief will birth a, 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 a desire. And desire is of the father. So be about the father's business. That's what desire means in the Latin. Of the father. It's a gift. It's a gift. That's one of the disciples, by the way. He understands that he's the, the gift from God is Matthew. He understands that it's a gift from God is desire. That's what it means of the father. So being about the father's business is being about the desire of what you have in your heart to do despite what the facts are saying. And here you are, Chris, leaving the corporate job, being about your father's business, having that desire inside of you that pulls at you at night and calls you on your shit when you're by yourself at the red light thinking. You know, it does that, you know, it, it does that. You know so what? the only thing we have to do is select and being. That's why I also tell my clients this. I have to tell you this. Is it is I know I know the Bible is not religion. Dismiss that. It's instruction, but it's hidden. Mm. It's hidden instruction. It's it's the scripture, it's the um, second chapter in the third verse of Genesis. It says, 
On the seventh day, God rested from all he created and made. That was powerful. From all he created and made. So everything is created and made. So you're not manifesting the damn thing. You're not. Only th everything is done. It's, if you believe that everything is done. So what are you doing, Lance? What did you ask? So what you're doing is selecting. You're selecting. Everything is in a universal form. And it's, it's in the invisible form. It's in a fourth dimensional space. Because this space is, is physical. So it's in a non-physical space. And that space is, is inside of you. Okay? And only thing you selected by being it first. That's why you're a human being. By being it first. You just didn't jump, on, jump and create raw and unscripted. What you did is you change your mindset. And you start homing in on the frequency. Of what would it feel like to have my own podcast? What would it look mm -hmm. like? What would it sound like? How would people treat me? What would it, what person would I get to be? I get to be my authentic self instead of wearing this stupid tie and this damn jacket at, every day at work in the damn corner office. Yeah, I get to do that. You start feeling that thing so much. And you were selecting from the universe. Mm. You were selecting. You select that mold. And then he poured into it. And here we are. That's it. You didn't manifest nothing. You just selected. It's already done. That's what you did. Hmm. Lance Brooks, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Lance, Lance, Lance. Tara's in the house. Tara's our girl. She says, That's yes, my yes, girl. yes, Lance. I told you, bud. You got Monique in the house. Monique's my girl. She says, hey, yeah, absolutely. What's Monique up? says, like, Sunday. I think she's saying, preach. She's even telling people yeah. to get in the house. She's like, Linda, get in here. Charlie, get in here. We got to get in here. Yeah. No, it's a funny thing. Oh, Lonnie said Lonnie saying facts, uh, thought, thoughts, arrangements. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Tara says here, she goes, yes, amen, Lance B. Yeah. Absolutely. And Monique says, it looked like dopeness. <laughs> Monique, you gotta see, you gotta see, you gotta see Monique's memes, man. I, I cry. She has the best, she has the best social media. Her memes are straight up. They're old school. They were just like, they did just get you, get you on fire. we got Tanya in the house. What's up, Tanya? Good to see you. She hey, says, Tanya, yes. What's up? <laughs> thank you. Thank you, you so much for being here, man. Thank you, all of you guys. So if you're finding value in this conversation, please share this out because this is our intention. Lance and I talked about this before. Our intention is to have a great conversation tonight that is designed to move you guys to have a little bit more hope, have a little bit more opportunity, have a little bit more faith, have a little bit more belief, change your perspective. This is the yeah. real stuff. So if it's if it's impacting you, please share this out, whether you're watching it live or on the replay. And when I asked you that question, Lance, I was thinking about, you know, like, what did you learn over this particular period? And for me, exiting corporate and going uh -huh. through that little bit of identity reevaluation, I won't say crisis, but there was definitely a reevaluation after leaving corporate and not realizing how much of my identity, how much of my belief systems was really wrapped up in the fact that I was a leader and I had these roles and responsibilities and I had this title and I made this money and all this other stuff and going through that process and then having COVID hit in March of 2020, which is so crazy to say back now, what I learned the most out of the last 18 months, I mean, I learned so much. We've talked about it on Clubhouse so many different times, but mm -hmm. one of the biggest aspects I have learned, and I want your thoughts on this because uh, I'm 52. I can't remember how old you are, but I, I know you're younger than I am. Um, in all of my life, I've always been in survivor mode. I've always been in survivor mode because I was seventh grade homeless dropout who lived in the backseat of a station wagon with 18 cats, four dogs, mm -hmm. tried to commit suicide. We know the whole, the whole, the whole hero's journey. So from that point forward, I was always in survivor mode. 
in, in predicting my certainty of being successful. I learned the recipe for being successful. Bust your ass, impress people, continue striving for more. You'll get more, you'll get paid more. I learned the recipe. Be who they need you to be. But over the last 18 months, I have realized that while possessions and money and ego and accolades and all that other stuff, when you're younger is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like to be known as this and to be known as this and, and to be known for you have this and you have this is great. But then there come the realization of life isn't about the possessions. Life is not about the accumulation. Life is not about being able to brag and say you have this. Life is about, did I live today on purpose? Did I live today enjoying the moments? Did I live today creating a legacy that I am going to be proud of no matter when it is that I'm called to go to my next journey? What are your right. thoughts on, on what I've just shared? And, and what, 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 what about that impacts you? Chris, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you asked me that. So, see, this is the thing. Um, what you was clearly illustrating, and you did a marvelous job at it, is that for all this stuff on the outside, you know, you know, the car, the house, this, that, it's wonderful. Who, who don't want a comfortable life, right? You know, uh, who don't want it? But we find out that it's not the end all. And then we find out that we have labored in vain. Why? Because everything outside of us, just, everybody just look around you right now. Just look around you. If you look around you, everything that you see is going to fade. It's going to fade. You know, uh, one, one illustrator said, this is the world of death. Why? Because everything passes. Soon you get your heart set on a 2021 Bentley, and I'm just going to give it a Bentley. And then they think, you know, soon you get it, 2022 come off the line. And you're like, shit. You know, so you say, like, I want to get a 2022. Then 2022, because it's constantly fading. It's constantly fading. It's constantly fading. It's constantly fading. And that's called being, and then your spirit is constantly fading too. And that's what it says about people being spiritually bankrupt. Why? Because there's so much on the outside. And then you start thinking something is wrong. You realize that you're, you're growing into the red spiritually. You're spiritually bankrupt. And you're spiritually screaming to be nourished. It's screaming to just, you know, have someone inside. Just have that water. We water in everything else. So we labor in vain when we make everything outside of us the end all. In fact, that's the parable of the pearl of great price. You realize that pearl of great price is placed right there inside of you. What is the thing that makes your soul sing? Damn what they say. What is the thing that makes your soul sing? What is the thing that you don't need a damn alarm clock no more to wake you up? Who want to wake up to an alarm? If you wake up to an alarm, something's wrong. The car goes off, the alarm goes off in the car, something wrong. Your house alarm goes off, something wrong. So what it tells the brain when you Tell yourself, I'm setting my alarm clock to wake up the shit that is wrong, that job that you hate. You know, so, mm. so anyway, what it is, is you know, most people are spiritually bankrupt. That's why you see so many billionaires and you see them on TV. They look so damn miserable. You know, they look so miserable. You know, the question is, are you feeding your soul? Now, you can be wealthy and feed your soul, but a lot of times we don't buy the pearl. To buy the pearl, a great price that it says in the New Testament. And it's not religion, it's instruction. So dismiss the religion shit, right? So what it is, is are you willing to do what Chris did? Like he bought it. Are you willing to do what he did? What did he do? To buy the pearl of great price, read what it said. He said he sold all that he had. In other words, he gave up the identity that he had. 
to be able to purchase that spirit with inside of him, inside of him. That's why he found it inside of a field. His whole body, this mind is like a field you're searching in. And then also it says in another way, it says how you found it inside of a house. This body is the house that you that your soul resides in right now, right? So you buy it by letting everything else go. He sold all that he had. That I'm this corporate guy. I'm this this. I'm that that. I'm that this. You're not your damn title. Name a time God in the Bible name call people by their title. He didn't say the great prophet Moses. He said, "Mo, bring your ass over here." You know, he didn't say that. He didn't, oh, so you're not your title. Your title is not going to make you great. Your name make you great. Who you really are. That makes you great. But people will introduce their title before they introduce themselves. I'm the executive vice president of Ford. And your name is? You know, like that. So, you know, <laughs> because they fail for the trick. They fail for the trick. And then oh, but yeah. when you go inside there, you, you divorce everything else. And you grab onto that. And that is the thing that will truly save you. But we buried it inside of us. And that's also the parable of the um, with the talent. When the one that buried the talent inside of you, that's that gift. That's that pearl that you have inside of you. And you buried it. Buried it means because this body is made of the dust of the ground. So you left it inside of you. You left it buried inside of you. And you kept at that corporate job. You could have did that, Chris. You have every right to if you want to oh, do that. Yes. But you went, you went and grabbed it and you brought it out of you. But the ones that don't do it, he called them wicked. Wicked come from the word like the like the um, wicked furniture, wicker furniture. It right. means twisted wood. Wicker means twisted. The wicker furniture is just twisted wood, right? So he basically saying your mind is twisted. The very thing that would save you, I put it right inside of you, hid it in plain sight, and you looking at your title because you have the executive vice president. You kill yourself to get that title at full, and you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if that makes your heart sing, but if it don't. Find a way to let it go so you can grow. You mm. think Chris sounds miserable when he's on here? Do he look miserable when he's on here? Why would he do that to himself? He does it because mm. it makes his soul sing. He finds himself doing it. He accidentally do it if he didn't want to do it. He finds himself doing it any damn way. So he just says, why don't I just do this full time? Why don't I just, you know, and do this full time? While he was sitting in that corporate office, thinking i'm tired of this fluffy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> i'm tired of being comfortably miserable man i was like comfortably yeah. miserable that was, that was the terminology i came up with i was like i'm just good enough where i'm safe and i'm certain and i know the i know the 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 formula if you will to keep me safe and certain but i was not yeah. living life i was not truly immersing myself in the existence of life i was i was i was actually existing and and playing a role that would and not, and would amount to a certain outcome. Something you just said right now, I want to key on to this, but I want to, I want to grab some of these comments and, and, and just acknowledge our beautiful audience right here. So thank you so much, dude. I knew you'd be, mm -hmm. you'd be awesome. And you are, um, Monique says, I wake up to life. Right. And so many people have heard me, heard me talk about this on the show, like wake up with gratitude before your eyes open, just mm -hmm. say what you're grateful for and say what your intentions are waking up to life. Yeah. Monique, that is such a game changer, such a game changer. Um, and she goes on to say facts. They are miserable. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, they they're miserable, are. but they're also, the, they're also the truth. We've got Noreen in the house. Noreen says, uh, opportunity clock. Absolutely. It is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's an opportunity clock. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love Welcome it. I love it. Opportunity clock. Yeah. Yes. Spiritually bankrupt. You got it. Got Monique's it. like here, preach, preach, preach. <laughs> um, we got Robert's in the house. What's up, Robert? Good to see you. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Um, and yeah, we got some more comments here. 
Thank you guys all for being here, whether you're live or on the replay. We appreciate you guys. You guys are our misfits for life uh, in this conversation. So here's something I want to key in on. A lot of people are hurting. We've talked about this, Lance. Yep. Yep. Talk to us about how you process empathy and forgiveness. Because I'm 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 guessing actually even more of her. Tell us about a tell us about an opportunity in your life where you had to exercise empathy and forgiveness. And in that moment, oh. you gained so much more than you surrendered. Okay. All right. I went through a terrible, terrible divorce, right? Okay. What do you do when you wake up after a meditation, a meditation, and you hear a soft voice, but a clear as a bell voice? I mean, it's like the AT&T pin drop. You can hear it, you know, clear as a bell voice tells you, it says, tell her, I love you. I forgive you. And I thank you. Literally said that. And then I came up. It said, tell her. I love you, I forgive you, and I thank you. Now, I'm pissed at that because I feel like I rode 200 miles in the sunset, voice, you know, and I'm in the sunset for the universe to tell me to turn around, go 200 miles back, and then say that. I'm like, what? It's a cruel joke, right? You know, right. said, tell her that. And I knew exactly what it means. Now, a friend of mine said, you know, that's the, I, I'm going to tell the, I'm going to tell the word up, but it's the Hawaiian uh, hoka poka you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyway, yep. you know, but I didn't know it at the time. It just said, tell her that I knew what it meant for me. It means to tell her, I love, I love her for allowing me to learn the lesson. You need an enemy in your life. You need someone to betray you. You need someone to hurt you. You need someone to, and I'm going to explain that you need someone to do that for you. So that was a gift. Your enemies is a gift. That's why out of all the damn people, why would he says? I put a table before you. I prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemy. What's the point of that? Well, I don't want to eat with you. You know what I mean? It's the point <laughs> of it is because you're supposed to eat your enemy. You're supposed to eat your enemy. Joshua said it best. Joshua said it over there. He said, our enemies are like bread to us. That's why when you pray over your food, it really, when it says pray for your enemies, you know, pray for the ones, you know, that did you wrong, you're praying over your food. Because it takes someone saying that you're not going to be nothing. You're not going to do this for you to have the strength inside of you to pull yourself up when you were just kicking the can through life. You know, an enemy is like nourishment to you. It makes the soul lift up. It makes the soul lift up. So I think, so I love you for that. You know, and then I thank you also for the lessons. We had some good times. We had, you know, we had some good times together and stuff. But yeah. also the lessons I learned through it all. I learned a better version of myself. Things that I think I wasn't able to conquer and do, I did it. And I came out unscathed. It's like Shawshank. I went through a mile of shit and came out clean on the other side. <laughs> you know, uh -huh. you know, you know, so I forgive you. I love you. I forgive you. And I thank you. I thank you because this is for the evolution of me. If we put our attention on that, this is for my growth so I can be a better version for the world. You know, I can be a better version for myself. I can look at myself and say, you overcome that and you came out clean. You came out better. You learned more. You grew closer to the universe than you ever have. You attracted people like Chris, like Tara, you know, like Tanya, you know, all you, you attracted all these people, you know, in your life that you wouldn't have known is because your frequency was that low when you thought it was this high, but you raised it up that high. So thank you to my enemies. I really appreciate it. You make me better. 
<laughs> you know, to and that's enemies? how we grow stronger. You know, that's how we grow what, stronger. What? You know, grow stronger through resistance. You know, through say that one more time, though. Say that other that. part one more time. Say but what you enemies, said another time. Yeah, we grow stronger. We grow stronger through it. You know, with our enemies, it's because they they're the food, and through that resistance, it's like a spiritual muscle. We flex our spiritual muscle through that resistance. Is how you go through it. It's how you go through it. If not, the cool thing about the universe, he'll give you another shot at it. He'll just say, you know, let's bring it around again. Let's give him another shot. My man, Prince, what's going on, man? He always trying to show his damn arms off. You know, put your arms up. Pull your shirt up, man. <laughs> He's trying like, to make me look bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Give me everything you like. Me. <laughs> what's up, man? Good to see you, brother. Princeton Clark in the house. We're already fucking he probably with you. Just, he probably died laughing. He probably died laughing right now. <laughs> He's like, give me a, give me, give me, give me an invite. Give me an invite. Monique says, I just got it. Like powerful words. Powerful word. I mean, so yes. Tony says, Oh yeah, I'm I can't hope a no no. Yeah, hope and, yeah, yeah. It's hope a no no. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry, yeah. please forgive me. I love you. I thank you. You know, and that's what the voices came to me. He said that. I love you. I forgive you. And thanks to tell her that. You know. He said that. And I know exactly what it means. It was such a peace. It was such a peace, you know. And it was more so for her as well as for me. It was a two-edged sword. Mm. It's for us. So anything we're going through. Make your declaration of what version of myself I decide to be when I come out. You know, what just this this is what I'm gonna, and that will be your map. You made a promise to yourself. Then keep it. You know, don't keep it for everybody else and not keep it for yourself. Keep it for yourself, you know. You know, uh, with this thing with the negative mindset, um, Chris, you know, I have to I have to share this because most people get it wrong. Is that this the story, and then you're gonna appreciate this, you know. The story of, you know, with Pharaoh and Moses, you ever wonder, it always, it always got to me, why do God have to ask Pharaoh to let people go? God got to ask Pharaoh, why are you asking for permission, God? You know what I mean? And then I found out the clue. It came to me in a dream, actually. And then I found out the clue and I'm like, ha, huh, that's what it is. So you ask, it's given. Pharaoh is in all of us. He's in you, Chris. Pharaoh is the part of you that don't want to let it go. Say you want to give up, let's say smoking, for example, right? So you want to give up smoking, you got to divorce yourself from that mindset of smoking, right? But that mindset don't want to let you go. It's going to hold you hostage. That's Pharaoh. It's the old you holding on and refuse for you to evolve to the new you. And Moses, Moses got two names. Moses' name means to be drawn out. We all know that. That's in the Hebrew. But see, it wasn't a Hebrew woman that named Moses. Everybody get that wrong. It was an Egyptian woman that named Moses. Now you got to look it up in Egyptian. Now, Moses' name in Egyptian means to be born. So let's put the two together, to be drawn out and to be born. And that's what he did. Mm. He drove people out to be born. So really, the story was about us. We're the children of Israel. He said, love the analogy, Lance. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Now, you know, you're my sister. Girl. That's my oracle. You know, but but that's who we are. That most, uh, Pharaoh is the one that don't want to let us go. The old version of ourselves that said that you can't do this. You can't. What you doing going to college? You know, Chris, who are you? You think you better than everybody? The old you. Oh, I had a few the, people the, say the, that. The yeah, the self-talk telling you you don't supposed to do that. What are you doing? You're going to embarrass yourself. All of that. That's the Pharaoh not letting you go 
You know, I don't want to let you go, right? So you got to go through a process. And those the plagues. Those plagues were 10 plagues. And everyone would tell you, usually take 10 centimeters to have a baby, right? Those plagues were centimeters. There was contractions. There was contractions. Those children of Israel were the different specks of consciousness that we all have inside of us. It was held hostage by one bad habit, Pharaoh, right? But we all know when once you how you know you're about to have a baby, the water breaks. The first plague was the water. Tap and it was blood, right? The water broke. <laughs> then the contractions started happening, right? The correct the contractions started happening. You had you had all the way down to the ninth contraction because you already had the first with the blood. Now you're down to the tenth. He said, set the fire and show the people the way. Yes, sir, my man. So, you know, so those was this contraction. You ever wonder about this red sea? Why the sea is red? It's not a pretty sight when the baby's coming out. It's red, right? And it was parted. You know, Egypt was designed to feed and nurture the greater version of yourself. Egypt was designed to create that. That's why when all the stuff happened with, with, um, with Joseph and stuff, they was down in Egypt and they fed and they grew in numbers, right? That was the womb growing, right? Now it's time to have this baby. Now, you know, before we have the baby, every woman knows you have a baby shower. You all have a baby shower. It said that they left out with silver and gold that was handed to them by the Egyptian. Baby shower. You know, so they had the baby shower. Before they left, they had the baby shower. Then the sea was parted, the eggs were parted, and they came out of it. They came out. But Pharaoh tried to do his last little bit to pull them back, but they came out and they entered into a new dimension. When your baby came out, when your son came out, he entered into a new dimension, this physical plane. It's like a wilderness out here, right? And they wasn't yeah. out there for 40 years. It wasn't 40 years. You got to look at the new the Hebrew numeric number for 40, and you realize that it means to be born. You know what I mean? So you birthed into a new state of consciousness. You went from a slave state of consciousness to this new state of consciousness, free. So now you got to go through a different state. But before that, the universe wanted to see his baby. God wanted to see his baby, so he had to take him to this mountain so he can see him, right? So he disciplined them. He fed them. Every father knows they're going to protect them, they're going to feed them, and they're going to provide for them, right? That's what happened out in the wilderness. They protected them, feeded them, and provide for them. But all this is long a goal called this promised land. It's goal. So this goal of being smoke-free or whatever goal you have to have raw and unscripted, whatever the goal you have, you were stuck out in the wilderness. You said that. You guys saw him say that. At first, I was like, what am I going to do? You know, this and that, this and that. You was in the wilderness, but you figured it out. And, 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 and I bet you did not lose a meal the whole time. You was provided for every single time because you was on the road to destiny. And you mm -hmm. end up going there. You had to fight some battles. You had to go through some shit. But you found out a greater version of yourself was being born. Moses was just a midwife to do exactly what his name was, to draw them out so they can be born to a new state of consciousness. And that's how you get rid of the negative mindset. It was right in the story, hidden in plain sight. Ooh. <laughs> I got to tell you, Lance. I got to tell you, Lance. I mean, I told you this before, and I'm going to tell you this live on my show. You have a way of incorporating the Bible, religion, however you want to pre preface it. You have such a beautiful way of 
eloquently incorporating that into the conversation that I love it so much. And I appreciate you for being able to have that ability to articulate the words in such a way that it doesn't come off as preachy. It doesn't come off as, you know, you should subscribe to this. You're simply sharing in your heart what it is that you experience based on what you call the instruction book, right? I mean, I love yeah. that. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, I just want to capture a couple of these comments. We got Princeton in the house. Princeton's sitting there saying, we got a little reunion going on. We got Princeton, Tara in the house. So thank you guys for being here. We love you guys. I knew Lance was going to, Lance was going to attract everybody. Tara says here, this is a good one. Doing laundry, LOL, filling my soul. Well, <laughs> they have to I don't even know what to say to that, Tara. That's, there, we've had a lot of, uh, a lot of comments on the raw unscripted show, but, um, yeah, Noreen saying Bible decoder. I couldn't agree more, Noreen. I've heard you Lance <laughs> talk so many times in our, in our, in our, in our marathon rooms that we've had before pouring into people. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Um, We've already been talking about for 44 for 44 minutes, and I'm just I could ask you so many other questions. So I want to I want to think about this next question very carefully because I'm enjoying this conversation. I'm enjoying what it's doing for the viewers and the listeners, whether you guys are watching live or uh, on the replay. Um, going back to how we open the show and thinking about everything that everybody's going through, right? And we've talked about empathy mm-hmm. and forgiveness. We've talked about uh, our challenges. We've talked about our perspectives. One of the things I'm seeing a lot going to talking about emotions is the fact that people are feeling this, this anger, this fear, this, this sense of wanting to be right. The, the people, everybody's feeling like I am right. And no, I am right. I am right. I am right. I have my own personal story with that, with my own mother. What are your thoughts on being right versus being happy? Um, it's a, it's a, um, you can find on YouTube as well. It's a um, speech that Denzel Washington did. And he was accepting the Lifetime Award. Was it an Academy Award winning award. speech? I just watched it today. Yeah. Yeah. The Lifetime was Achievement it? Award. Right. He was in the My in friend the just sent me that today. I'm not even good, kidding. Good, good, good. Check it out. It's, it's the reason why Whoa. they came to me. It's I already like, watched say it. that, say that, say that. You know, and when he, when, he, when he was speaking about it, at the end, he said, he said, you know, do what you we'll do what you he said, but I am too busy looking in the mirror to be trying to be right in, in front of this person, that person trying to be right. I'm too busy looking in the mirror, making sure that I'm being the best version of myself. He said he's too busy looking in the mirror. And that's what that's what I would encourage everybody. Be so busy that you're looking in the mirror, being the better version and being the biggest version of yourself. And that would be affecting the world instead of trying to tell people well you should have this and you should do this you should do that be look in the mirror stay in the mirror but see this is the problem that's what most people don't do that we're so busy trying to tell everybody what to do instead of just looking at ourselves because the thing about it if we walk in a state it attracts other people to go you know what i want to do it what Chris doing? You know, I want to do what Princeton doing. I want to do what Tara doing. I want to do what Tanya doing. What Noreen doing. What I want to do what you know. Because when you're just being, I'm too busy looking in the mirror to try to tell people what to do. I'm so busy, you know. And it sounds selfish, but what you're doing is working on yourself, holding your light up, and being the lighthouse. Being that lighthouse. The lighthouse don't run out into the sea and tell the ship, no, 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 don't come up here. It rocks up here. You're going to crash. It don't do that. It just stand tall and shine his light. And if you want to hit the rocks, hit it. But I'm too busy shining my light in the mirror to be 
instead of, you know, fighting this and fighting that. I have to deal with the wind blowing against me. I got to deal with the rain blowing against me, the sun beating on me while I'm standing up there shining my light. And the thing about it is they always see that light, whether they pay attention or not to the rock, they see the light and they know what that light is showing them, the rocks. That's what you, that's what I would give advice to. It just stay busy looking in the mirror, working on the better version of yourself and let that light be the beacon to show everybody else. Mm. Oh, Lance Brooks, ladies and gentlemen, the Ron and Scripted Show here on a beautiful Tuesday night. We have uh, so many different comments going on right here. We got Tara saying conformity at its finest. Of course, absolutely. Um, Tara also goes on to say they lack the space of compassion and empathy during such a challenging time. Absolutely. Robert says here, uh, for three weeks, I did see these eyes that heaven has placed on earth. I could see anywhere there was a space. It was as if I had ripped open a barrier in other place. And that was full of Roman architecture, architecture made of white marble, although the sky was a dark purple. All right, Robert, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Robert tends to have some very esoteric, uh, very um, philosophical answers. So thank you so much. Mm. Princeton saying 100% Lance. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for brother. being here, Princeton. <laughs> Man, we appreciate you. We've had some good times on Clubhouse having some amazing rooms. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I want to think about this next question very carefully because um, what you've shared tonight has been absolute brilliance. It's been from the heart. And again, the intention that we set at the beginning of the show was really to connect mm -hmm. with people, to really help heal people and get them to know that they have the opportunity within themselves to heal and correct a lot of the stuff that's holding mm -hmm. them back. If you had a microphone to the world and you were talking to the youth, because when I think mm -hmm. about what's most important, I keep focusing on the adults and I keep thinking like, okay, if we, if I could just get to the adults and, 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 and just get them to, to see it this way, then I mm -hmm. could do this. But really when we step back and we do, we do an, a 40,000 foot view of this, what's most important are our kids and our kids, kids. Mm -hmm. If you had a microphone to the world and talking to our youth, whether they're in their twenties, their teenagers, their kids, what would you say to the youth right now going through this turbulent time in our world? What would you say for them to focus on most, to get them through this and to realize that this is happening for them and not to them? Right. First of all, I'll tell them, First off, turn off the turn off the news. Don't let the news freak you out. Just it just get what you need to get, but don't embody all of that stuff, right? You know, because they can they can present it to you in a in a scary way. You know what I mean? And scare you, right? But Slightly. what I would tell them to do is go within, go within, and ask yourself. Because what you can do is do a cheat code and not have to go through what I went through and what Chris went through. You can have the cheat code, and Chris had to wait go through all of this corporate stuff. And then to realize that this is who I really am, right? And then he went after that. You can use a cheat code. Go within yourself and ask yourself, divorce yourself from everything else and ask yourself, what do I really want in life? Because everything is energy. Yes, you're going through a lot. Yes, going through, but hell, we was going through hell in the 1930s, the 1950s. Name a decade, I can guarantee it was hell there. You know, so- It was Russia was going to bomb me under my school desk yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, you know, so it is a different type of hell. It is a different type of hell, right? So there's nothing new under the sun. You gotta, you gotta understand that. And everything is energy. So put your focus on what do I really want to do despite all of this stuff. 
Divorce yourself from all of the fear, because fear is not going to serve you either way. Or the, it's not going to serve you. It's not going to help you. It's not a plus side in that. You know, so you're just going to get more of that. It's called reinfecting yourself. If you put your attention on fear, what you're basically saying, universe, I would like another, please. You know, it's just going to give you another thing to be fearful about. So divorce yourself from fear. Go within. Ask yourself, this: what do I really want? If this world is going through this turbulent time, let me be turbulent inside of me and pull out all the bullshit and ask myself, what do I really want? If it's a woman, you don't want to do nails and do that, but she wants to be an auto mechanic. That would make her heart sing, but damn it, pop a hood and go to work. You know, be an auto mechanic, whatever it is, you know, but this, all this major, I call it pan distraction. You know, this pandemic can be a big pan distraction because either way, vaccinated or unvaccinated, I don't give a shit. I'm too busy looking in the mirror. You know, is that at the end of the day, what do you want to do with your life? Cause your mm -hmm. life is still there. What do you want to do? Are you going to live it in fear? Are you going to live it in a way that it sets your soul on fire, that you live life on fire? That's why I always tell my client, live life on fire. Because if you're not doing that, you're not living life at all. You're merely existing. And who the hell wants to exist? So what do you really want to do? Don't judge it. Therefore, you be judged. Write it down. Make it your daily af affirmation. Make, don't curse the king when you go to sleep at night. I can teach you what that means. But don't curse the king. It says before you lay on your bed, don't curse the king and talk about the rich. The king is you, Chris. The king is me. The king is hard. The king is this. It's that most valuable thing that you have inside of you, and you curse it based on what's outside of you. I don't have a college degree. I don't have the money. I don't have the. So you're cursing yourself before you switch over into the left side, the right side of the brain that creates worlds. So why you want to curse that? Why you want to talk about people that have money? And you want to talk about them in a negative, knowing that if you had money, you could do it in a positive. So you say, I don't want money. It's bad. So don't curse the king. You know, that's what it that's what it was telling you not to do. If not, it's going to come back on you. So you the king. Don't curse yourself. Right. So do that. Give yourself that gift and don't curse yourself based on what's outside of you. Yes, it may be facts that you don't have this. It may be the facts. But name a time the universe needs facts. And by the way, that's all stoning yourself, Chris. When you use the facts of life to hold you back, you're literally stoning yourself. You're hurling facts to hold yourself back at yourself. You're mentally and energetically stoning yourself. So get rid of the stones and then walk in a state that is yours now after you make your declaration. And be honest with yourself. The universe knows when you're bullshitting. So be honest oh, yeah. with yourself you know, about it. So then feel yourself in that space and don't judge it. Sometimes you can't tell people that. That's what even Jesus said. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody because they'll talk you out of it and you'll start believing that you're not healed and then you'll get that because you reap what you sow. So don't tell nobody. Mm -hmm. Move on. And that's what the blind man said. He just look. Only thing I know, I was once blind, but now I see you. I'm bouncing. <laughs> I'm good. You know, like that. <laughs> I'm bouncing. I've never heard the blind man say yeah. that before. Fuck you. I'm out of here. <laughs> that's what I would that's, that's that's I'm instead of bouncing, I'd be like just totally off the wall and say that. Lance Brooks, ladies and gentlemen, um, here on the Ron and Scripted Show. Thank you so much, brother, for being here and spending your time with us. It's already been 55 minutes. We could go on for another 12 wow. hours, already? I'm sure. So you have an open invitation back here on the Ron and Scripted Show, man. Thank you so much for being here, sharing your brilliance. It's been phenomenal for me personally, selfishly, to be able to have this time with you and ask these questions because we've had, again, so many amazing conversations on Clubhouse, pouring into other people, sharing our own vulnerable stories. 
sharing what it is that makes that has worked for us to be able to make ourselves a little bit better and a little bit more positive in the world. So, man, I appreciate your heart. I appreciate everything that you bring to the table. Where can people get to continue to the conversation with you? I know that you are on Instagram. Um, yeah. so we got that. Uh, you're at, yeah, I am Facebook on Facebook and Instagram. In fact, if anyone wants, you know, a little quick, uh, cheat code, if you will, on changing that negative mindset, just send me a DM saying mindset on Instagram or Facebook. It's the same thing. I am Lance Brooks. So just say mindset and I'll send it back. I'll send um, one over to you. Ooh, so you got a freebie, guys. You got a freebie. Go <laughs> over there to and DM him and let him know what's up. Connect with Lance. I mean, I love you, brother. I mean, I appreciate you so much. I and love, I love you the too, man. I appreciate I miss, I miss our Facebook, our Facebook, I miss our clubhouse rooms. I miss everything clubhouse, like that. Yeah. By the way, here live on the Ron and Scripted Show, don't forget Lance, tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we have our men's group, Princeton. Yep. We have our men's group tomorrow. So ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are here on the Ron and Scripted Show and you hear clubhouse and you're like, oh, I don't have an iPhone anymore. It doesn't matter. You guys can get on there. So tomorrow night at five o'clock, we're doing the men's group. We're talking about uh, reevaluating the ego. So I know you would be you would be an excellent contri con contributor to that. Um, I just noticed Don's with us. What's up, Don? Don's in the house. Wow, my friend, it's a total family yeah. reunion. Good to it's see a total you. family reunion. Uh, Paula says thank you for a hey, wonderful Paula. show. What's <laughs> yeah, up, Paula? Thank you so much for being right here. Yeah. We appreciate you. Um, Tara says uh, so good. Lance and Christopher Robert sitting here saying thank you, Christopher and Lance. Ray says, Ray's in the house are misfit for life. What's up, Ray? So good to see you. Appreciate you being here. Uh, says, awesome show. Thank you, guys. Uh, and we got, we, I mean, Dawn's in the house. Hey, poor Dawn. I mean, she's she's <laughs> she's up there in the air, in the skies with all these crazy people. So, Dawn, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. All right, Lance, I'm going to place you backstage for a second. Don't go anywhere because I'm going to finish out the show. As you know, I always do. But brother, it's been a pleasure for you being here. And I'm just so honored yeah, to have you too, in my man. life. We're going to have many more conversations. So don't go anywhere. Yes, I appreciate you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, there's the Ron and Scripted Show for another Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Just put it in your calendar. Make sure you come here every single week because I bring myself or I bring guests here to have the, the, the conversations that are really designed to help you move yourself forward, to be able to inspire you to think about things differently. And we're not talking about massive shifting here. We're talking about, did you come to the show and were you able to see things just a little bit differently? And you just build on that. You just start shifting your perspective. You shift your perspective. You shift your momentum. You shift what you're focusing on. You stay away from the rabbit holes and you feel, you actually don't even feel, you attain a sense of confidence and, and, a, and a sense of belief and an understanding and an inner peace that no matter what it is that you go through, that you will survive. And that's my message to each and every one of you tonight is no matter what the next few months are going to bring. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not anything. It could be anything in our life. You know, your parents could die. You could get a disease. You could get stung by a bee that kills you. There's all sorts of different things that can happen. But what, what, what you have control over is how you respond or how you react to those moments. If you sit there and say, oh, I'm going to make this mean something about me, then you're going to the victim mindset. You're going to the victim mindset. But if you go to the victor mindset, if you go to the opportunity for yourself to say, what can I learn? What can I grow from this? How can I apply this in my life? How can I make, how can I help other people learn and grow from this? Then it takes meaning. Then you have meaning. Then you have passion. Then you have purpose. And then you have a legacy that you're fulfilling. For me, 
no matter when I go, this is my, this is my vision in my life. Every single time now, no matter when I go, if my family wanted to know the last conversation that I had, the last video I did, the last post I did, I always, 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 always want them, no matter when it is, that they look back and go, right up until the end, Christopher was fighting for what was right, what was fair. Christopher was risking for which that mattered. Christopher was leaving the earth a better place for who he was and what he did. That's my goal. That's my intention. That's my, that's my, that's my promise to myself every single day. We've talked about all of these things. We've talked about our intentions. We've talked about our promises. But are we committed? Are we disciplined to do those every day? It's not rocket science. I was in a clubhouse room earlier talking about keeping it simple, stupid. I'm like, here's what you could do. Am I happy? Yes or no? No. Do I love myself? Yes or no? No. Okay, what do I need to do to take responsibility for my life to fucking change that shit? Oh, but I have this and I got to do this and I got to all these other bullshit excuses. You don't have to do shit. You're doing that shit because that's the way you're fucking programmed to do it. Stop it. If it doesn't lend to your legacy, if it does not make you happy, if it does not make you vibrate on a level you're excited, consider changing that. And I'm not telling you to go quit your job. I'm not telling you to run out of your marriage. I'm not telling you to do a lot of shit. I'm telling you to take responsibility for where it is that you're at and start applying solutions. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. No, no. You go find solutions. If you're in a marriage that's struggling, go fucking type shit in. I'll be transparent with you guys. I'll be, I'll be very transparent with you. My, my, my bracelet just came undone right here. Yeah. I'm still here. I'm reading this book right now. The ADHD effect on marriage. There's a situation that I need to address. So I learn about it. I take responsibility. I take proactive action for the situations that I don't know about that. I don't understand that are causing me some sort of feeling that I'm not happy with. So then I go out there and I seek the knowledge and then I apply the knowledge and then I move on to the next thing. And then usually what I do, this is kind of a, a cool thing is then I teach other people how to do it. That's what I do. I've overcome a lot of shit in my life and I love it. And then I go teach other people how to do it. So it gives meaning and purpose and mission and passion to everything that I do. And I grow through because I get excited about going through stuff because I know on the other side, I'm going to be able to help so many other people come through it. And each and every one of us has a gift that we can do and we can share. And so this is my challenge. This is my opportunity for each and every one of you from this show. Not only take what Lance said tonight and apply it, but do me this favor. Make this promise. Make this promise to yourself that when you wake up tomorrow, you're going to say what you're grateful for before your eyes open. You're going to say what your intentions are. And then you're going to ask yourself the question, is this getting me closer to or further from my stated intention from this morning? And if it's getting you further from, then you need to change what it is that you're doing, change what it is that you're focusing on and the results will change. I am Christopher Roush. I'm your no excuses coach. I love you guys. Stay classy, stay awesome. And again, like we said at the top of the show, our love and our prayers go out to Ken Walls, Tony Rodriguez, and everybody else out there hurting. If you guys are struggling, if you're, if you're, if you're finding moments where you're just, you just can't hang on anymore, reach out to me, please, please. If you know somebody who's struggling, reach out to me. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a fucking psychiatrist. I'm a coach, but I have a lot of experience in helping people shift their perspectives. 
And so if I can help somebody shift their perspective and stay hanging on and stay tied to the bigger purpose and the mission of what it is that we're going through and we're going through, I'm happy to do it. I am happy to do it. So I love you guys. We'll see you next Tuesday. Again, connect with Lance uh, just for one more time. Let's make sure we get Lance up here. So connect with him. I am Lance Brooks. Go connect with him. He's an amazing gentleman. Until next time, we'll see you. Have a beautiful, awesome, long weekend. I'm going to go camping with my family. I'm going to go make some amazing moments. And I am going to recharge because there are so much more opportunities for me out there to impact you guys and to create a legacy that I will truly always be proud of no matter when it is that I go. And that's my promise and my commitment to you guys. I love you guys. We'll see you next time. Peace out.